Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, today we're going to focus on CN's operations in Saskatchewan. Can you start with an overview of the commodities and products CN moved in and out of Saskatchewan? Thanks, Stacey. People immediately think of grain and potash when it comes to Saskatchewan exports, and of course CN plays a very important role in the grain and potash supply chains. CN's traffic mix reflects the increasing diversification of the Saskatchewan economy by handling growing volumes of consumer goods and agricultural products through our intermodal terminal in Saskatoon, as well as Canada's first privately operated intermodal terminal located in Regina. Saskatoon and Regina both have metals distribution facilities, and Saskatoon also has an auto distribution facility. CN also serves refineries and loading facilities that ship various products from propane to asphalt. In the northwestern part of the province, CN serves multiple crude transload facilities where heavy, undiluted crude is transloaded to rail. In North Battleford, CN has a forest products distribution center, while in Beanfate to the southeast, we have a cargo flow bulk handling facility, as well as forest products and metals distribution. Can you describe the route that the main line takes through Saskatchewan? Sure. Overall, CN operates on roughly 1,950 route miles in Saskatchewan. Moving east to west, we run along the Cromer sub on the main line from the Manitoba border in the southeastern part of the province to Melville. Named for Charles Melville Hayes, the force behind the Grand Trunk Pacific Railway and the vision of Prince Rupert as the gateway to Asia. Melville is also home to a major CN rail yard that underwent a significant expansion in 2018 to increase network capacity and resiliency. From there, it's on to the Watrous Sub, which takes us to Saskatoon, home to Chapel Yard and CN's largest intermodal footprint in the province. From Saskatoon, the Wainwright Sub runs through Bigger, home to Bort Malt's Malt Plant, and beyond that, it's off to the Alberta border. Now, at Saskatoon, we branch out in a number of different directions to cover the northwest part of the province. We run southwest down to Kindersley on the Rosetown Sub and southeast to Davidson. We also run north from Saskatoon, where we connect with another very important stretch of the CN line namely the Prairie North Line. The P&L, which is part of the old Canadian Northern Network, operates as a second main line in Saskatchewan, running parallel to the main line, so to speak, creating network resiliency. The P&L runs from Lloydminster in the west through Humboldt, also home to an important CN yard, to Kenora, and then on to the Manitoba border. At Humboldt, we run northwest to Melfort, and from there on to Tisdale. Coming up from the south at Kenora, we run to Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, and up into Manitoba to the Paw where we connect with the Hudson Bay Railway, which is owned and operated by One North. What about touch points further to the south? Absolutely. From Melville, we run up to Yorkton, and to the southwest from Melville, we run through the Capel Valley to Regina. From there, we run west to Moose Jaw, as well as to the southeast on the Glenavon sub, and back to the Manitoba border. And what about the touch points with all of CN's shortline partners in Saskatchewan? In the south, we have the Big Sky Railway that runs into west-central Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Railway running northwest from Regina to Davidson, and the Southern Rails Association short line, or SORA, running south from Moose Jaw. In the north, it's the Carlton Trail Railway that runs up to Prince Albert, the Northern Lights Railway to the west of Melfort, Thunder Rail to the east of Tisdale, and Wheatland Railway connecting near Humboldt. Okay, can we circle back to one of the key exports from Saskatchewan and discuss the potash market? Absolutely. Saskatchewan is, of course, the home of Canadian potash production, and CN is an integral part of getting product to market as part of a reliable end-to-end supply chain. The majority of Canadian potash moves by rail to the U.S. or to port for export. There are two major potash companies that mine and rail potash to the domestic and export markets. 
Nutrien is the world's largest potash producer with over 20 million tons of nameplate capacity. And its Rokenville mine, located in the Capel Valley near the Manitoba-Saskatchewan border, is its largest. Nutrien and Mosaic use the marketing and logistics arm of Campotex to move and manage potash movement to export position. Campotex has a delivery system that includes dedicated potash rail cars, specialized rail terminal facilities, and a number of dedicated ocean vessels. CN port destinations for export terminals are Neptune Terminal in North Vancouver, B.C., and the Courtney Bay Potash Terminal in St. John, New Brunswick. Of course, grain is such a big part of what CN moves out of Saskatchewan. Can you give us some perspective on growth trends over time and the pace of shipments crop year to date? So CN's been on record pace for grain movement out of Saskatchewan right since the beginning of the 2020-21 crop year. Between August and the end of May, CN shipped over 14.8 million metric tons of grain and processed grain products from Saskatchewan via carload, over 17% higher than the previous record pace of 2019-20 and over 24% higher than the three-year average. In less than 10 years, CN shipments of grain and processed grain products from Saskatchewan via carload have grown over 50%. Saskatchewan is the major region for containerized grain shipments on CN direct from the prairies, with the focus on Saskatoon as well as Regina. CN is on record pace this year for containerized grain movement direct from Saskatchewan as well, and this has been a rapidly growing part of our grain business over the past 10 years. And, of course, in recent weeks, there have been a number of announcements regarding new canola crush capacity planned to come online in Saskatchewan that will continue to drive Saskatchewan's growing economy. With the strength in the grain program, potash shipments, the growth in intermodal and other traffic, network capacity demands have been increasing. How has CN been investing to increase network capacity in Saskatchewan? So we've been seeing the benefits of CN's $10 billion worth of investments in the last three years across the network to extend sidings, double mainline tracks, purchase 335 new high-horsepower locomotives, and purchase 3,500 new high-capacity grain hopper cars, as well as investing in safety and capacity-enhancing technologies. Over the past 10 years, CN has invested substantially across Saskatchewan, including both main lines, to efficiently handle the growth of traffic from all of our business segments. Between 2018 and 2020, CN's investments in Saskatchewan were very significant at over $560 million. That included roughly 60 miles of double track installed, over 170 miles of rail replaced, close to 600,000 railroad ties installed, the rebuilding of over 50 road crossing surfaces, and a major expansion of CN's Melville Yard. Plus, there's all the maintenance work on the bridges, including a multi-year project on the rail bridge over the South Saskatchewan River east of Warman, culverts, signal systems, and other track infrastructure. Over the past five years, CN's investments in Saskatchewan have amounted to over $850 million. In 2021, CN plans to invest approximately $120 million in Saskatchewan as part of its $3 billion capital investment plan across its network. Maintenance program highlights include replacing 48 miles of rail, installing roughly 155,000 ties, rebuilding 31 road crossing surfaces, and other maintenance work. And that is all investment that helps you support Saskatchewan's economy. Thanks for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insights, an update from CN.